Hey, folks, welcome back to The List on LettermanRow.com. I am Jeremy Birmingham. That is Spencer Holbrook. We are breaking down the top targets for Ohio State in the class of 2022 on the recruiting trail. This is the third edition of The List. The first two, we focused on the interior. Uh, first was Keontae Goodwin, the offensive lineman from Louisville. And last week, or two weeks ago, I'm sorry, defensive tackle Caden Curry from Indianapolis. Today, we're backing up focusing on the secondary because the secondary, Spencer, is a primary concern for Ohio State last year moving forward. And that means they need an eraser in the back half of the defense. And that's why today we're focused on who? Uh, Xavier Wampa from Iowa, safety, four-star, potential five-star guy. I think he'll end up being a five-star kid in this class. I think he's got too much talent not to be. Uh, he's, a, he's a big get. He's a big fish uh, that Ohio State needs to land. Yeah, Xavier is the country's number one ranked safety, according to 247 Sports, uh, and the number five ranked safety, according to the composite ranking. So what you see there is a major disparity between people who have seen him play and people who have not. Uh, I think anyone who has actually seen Xavier Wampa play uh, believes he is the country's best safety. Um, if, if, I mean, look at their, just the flat-out ranking uh, in the national player ranking. 247 has him as the number 14 player in the country, and the composite has him at number 72. So someone is mucking up the composite here because he is definitely not the 72nd ranked player in the country. Uh, I don't know if he's the 14th. I mean, that's totally subjective based on, on what you think of the value is of each position. But uh, I've had the pleasure to watch Xavier play two of the last four weekends in the seven-on-seven tournaments in, in Phoenix and in New Orleans. And he's been the best player on the field both times that I've seen him. Uh, he has completely taken away a half of the field at safety uh, for the Tucson turf seven on seven team he plays with. And he's even played offense and shown some really good ball skills and route running technique um, as a wide receiver. But clearly the future for him and his I'm telling you, he's almost six foot three, probably 205 pounds at this point. The, the future for him is definitely at safety. Yeah, and and I think one of the reasons I said he was going to be a five star is because, like you said, he's the 14th ranked player in 24/7. They rank 32 five stars every year because they do it just like the NFL draft. So I think it's a pretty safe bet he'll be there. But I do think the the offensive side of the ball is interesting, like you talk about, because this is a guy who understands what it's like to run routes, understands what uh, route running technique is, what ball tracking technique is for wide receivers. You translate that onto the field as a safety and you have a way better understanding of, of how things work and how you can track the ball there. I think that's what makes him versatile and uh, really just a probably the number one get. Maybe, maybe we should have started the series with him because I think he's that important to this class. Yeah, I always feel like you have to start with an offensive tackle or a quarterback if you're building a class. But what we've seen out of Ohio State in the last decade or so, Spencer, is that their defense is best when they have a safety in the backfield that is a game changer. OK, when you go back to Malik Hooker and then you have the Jordan Fullers and at the risk of sounding like I'm putting too much pressure on a guy like Xavier Wampa, I really think he's pretty close to a, a mesh of of Malik Hooker and Jordan Fuller. He is extremely instinctive. He is extremely cerebral. He reads and reacts very well. He doesn't always look like the the freak athlete that Malik Hooker looked like, for example. But every time I've watched him, he's in the right spot. And, and if you look at his his highlight tape on Huddle, he is a kid that is the highest ranked player in the history of Iowa football 
uh, Ohio, you know, or Iowa, as far as the uh, internet recruiting area, the highest ranked player ever to come out of that state. He may get challenged a year from now by a guy, Caden Proctor, who's on his team, who may end up on the list 2023, but we'll, we'll talk about that down the road. But what you're talking about here is an eraser and, and a guy that understands football and more than anything, and this is, I know I, I keep harping on it every time we talk about the kids that Ohio State is recruiting, but he is a perfect culture fit for Ohio State. He is a extremely fun-loving kid, great to talk to. He is a kid who understands what it means to be a teammate. I mean, he's flying around the country this spring just to play seven-on-seven seven football because he wants to get out and compete. He loves the game. He loves being around other guys that are playing the game, and he wants to win and you know, I think if you look at his recruitment, you see Ohio State, you see Notre Dame, you see USC, you see Alabama, you see Georgia starting to creep in. They're his most recent offer. You see LSU. I mean, these are the best of the best in the country recruiting this kid from Iowa. And you don't see Iowa. And that's that's one of the big things. You know, once once he gets a little too big, then the in-state becomes a little irrelevant i guess and it becomes a national battle ohio state's been in on xavier wampoff from the very beginning meaning they might have a leg up in this recruitment but this is a another one of those things like the keonta goodwin and like the Caden curry a guy that ohio state doesn't really recruit very often now it's becoming a national battle and they're in you know maybe for the long haul and trying to get you know a commitment from from the best safety in the country yeah, and if you're an Iowa fan watching this show because you saw Xavier Wampa's name in the headline, please understand, he's told me very specifically the Hawkeyes are involved. They are one of his top schools. But you you have to be somewhat uh, you know cautious if you're a Hawkeye fan because it does seem like this is trending away from Iowa and you see Notre Dame trying to stay in the mix. I really think that had Ohio State had the opportunity to have Xavier Wampa on campus to this point, he would have been committed to the Buckeyes by now. Uh, there's only one 247 crystal ball prediction attached to his name that is for Ohio State. That is from a Michigan analyst um, and Steve Lorenz from 247 Sports. And, and what's interesting about that is that Michigan is one of the two or three schools that Wampa actually was able to visit prior to the dead period happening a year ago. And so he, there is at least familiarity there with, with Michigan, and they're not included in that top list as they've continued to turn over coaching staffs and that kind of stuff. There's a dark horse candidate in his recruitment, which is Arizona State. I think that they're not getting enough uh, attention. And then this next month, he's going to be making a you know, family trip down to Texas. Uh, he has a sister who plays softball at UT Arlington, and they're going to swing by Texas A&M. And, and you, know, you just don't know what happens when you start to – um, get involved with a lot of these different schools. But what you do know is that Ohio State, led by Matt Barnes in this recruitment, and then Kerry Combs is now more involved than he was six months ago, it, it, but it was really the Matt Barnes show and, and Ryan Day. They are making sure that Xavier Wampa knows he is priority one at safety and with a defense that has Jaheim Singletary and Jair Brown already committed to cornerback, you need a safety to really start building out the back half of this defense. And they have two of them in mind, and that's Wampa and Zion Branch from Bishop Gorman in Las Vegas. And they're totally different players. So you have Xavier here as a strong safety, and then you already have the three linebackers committed in, in Deshaun McCullough, C.J. Hicks, Gabe Powers. Now all of a sudden that defense starts to really take shape. Yeah, and then you, you mix in some of those defensive linemen that, that we've, we've talked about already and we're going to continue to talk about or add to you know the list of guys that we're talking about. And the defense could really be in for a – 
a special class. It's crazy that we're going to focus a lot on how good this defensive class is when the number one wide receiver and the number one quarterback in the country are committed. It, it's pretty crazy to think that we could we could really still see a defensive class that's better than the offensive class, but this defensive class could be really special. And I think it's a great chance in in his first year in this heightened role to see Matt Barnes really shine in the recruiting role. He's been an unsung superstar for Ohio State in the recruiting on the recruiting side of things. And now he gets to kind of show it a little bit more. He gets to put, attach his name to it more and become more integral part of the defense. And that means, you know, going out and, and finding the best guys in the country to play for him in the future. Yeah. And I think what's interesting is that we do see a lot of times, like, so when Keon Gray's made his commitment two weeks ago, a lot of the comments on social media, like, Oh, great. Another offensive player. Oh, great. Another wide receiver. Okay. Is Ohio state going to recruit anybody any other position because Brian Hartline gets so much publicity for what he's done. And the difference here is of course, that those are actual commitments and these are ifs. If Xavier Wampa commits to Ohio state, if Zion branch gets a chance to visit, if Ohio state can, can reel in Caden Curry or Omar Abari or, you know, any of these guys, Amari Obar, I'm sorry. Uh, you know, these guys are, are difference makers and none of them I think are as potentially as important as Xavier Wampa in the defense, because like I said, when you're looking at the Ohio State defense in the last decade, those the really good Buckeye defenses have had a leader at safety. And if you watch Xavier Wampa around other players like I've been able to twice in the last three weeks, you see that he is a guy they gravitate toward. He is a guy they listen to on the field. He understands the game of football. He's a student of the game. He is bigger than you think. I mean, he's listed at 6'2", 190. And I'm telling you, I mean, I'm, I'm six foot, 205 pounds, and he is – two or three inches taller than me uh, and and thick. This is a kid that could be – he could, he looks like a linebacker, runs like a cornerback, and if you watch his tape, he hits like a defensive tackle. So uh, there, there is a lot to like about Xavier Wamp. Yeah, and I see a comp on here from, you know, one of the experts that is Minka Fitzpatrick. And I know you like to go with the Ohio State comparisons because it makes it easier for everybody, but watch that film – You'll, you will see some of that Minka Fitzpatrick, almost Alabama-style safety mold in what he does. And if Ohio State can add that to the way it wants to play defense right now, you know, a guy that plays like like uh, Minka Fitzpatrick, that plays like I think Jordan Battle does at times for Alabama. Like if Ohio State can add that element to what Larry Johnson does on the defensive line and the linebackers they're always going to have, I think that takes this defense and makes it, uh, you know, it just takes it up a notch. And I think that that's really important for this team to take that next step on the defensive side, because we know they can do everything on the offensive side. And Xavier Wampa is just a huge part of what they could do in this defense moving forward. No, and, and you talk about the Alabama style safety. Minka Fitzpatrick was a player Ohio State thought that they had in in the class of 2015. He was teammates with Brandon Wimbush out of St. Peter's Prep in New Jersey, and they thought that they had locked him in. They ended up losing Wimbush to Penn State, and that opened the door, and Fitzpatrick ended up going down to Alabama. Jordan Battle was an Ohio State commitment who flipped to Alabama when Urban Meyer retired. This is the type of player that Ohio State has to bring into their program, straight up. I mean, there is not a, uh, you know, there, you can you can dress it up with a bunch of pretty words or a bunch of hyperbole about all the things he does well, but we've talked about this in the first two episodes of the list is that you have to beat Alabama if we're not just eventually on the field again, but you have to beat them on the recruiting trail for these types of players, because Xavier Wampa is going to be one of those top 25 players in the country by the time this cycle is all said and done. And he's a difference maker at safety. And he allows the cornerback play of, of Jaheim Singletary, who 
those two linked up for the first time this this past weekend in, in New Orleans and we got to chat each other up a little bit. And it's great to see when great players recognize that there's another great player around, how they instantly gravitate towards each other. And and that sort of connection is important for Ohio State to, to utilize. Right now, if I had to make a prediction, and I don't, thankfully, uh, if I had to make a prediction, I'd say Xavier Wampa ends up at Ohio State. But as Spencer said, if there's a lot of things that can still happen for Ohio State, Xavier Wampa is a must get. And that's why he's on the Letterman Row list. I'm Jeremy Birmingham. That's Spencer Holbrook. Thanks for watching, folks.